It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again. Today, we are going to do a New York Knicks preview for tomorrow night's third preseason game. We're going to look at the Kevin Porter Jr. trade and the aftermath of it. You know, there's some details that came out. Would you make that move to acquire him if he's a free agent? And then we're going to talk about a possible James Harden trade. The Philadelphia 76ers are in talks with the Clippers as we speak. So should the Wizards be a third team in that deal? We're going to talk about that and more next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again. The real Ed Oliver has the night off. He is a little under the weather, so definitely keep Brother Man in your prayers. And thank you for being locked in with your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And today, we are going to do a preview of the third preseason game against the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden. And the three things I want to see from this Wizards team tomorrow night and we're gonna get the kevin porter trade he has finally moved on or been uh moved on from the houston rockets uh so looking at the aftermath new details coming out if he was a you know him being a potential free agent would you reconsider acquiring him and finally james harden um <laughs> probably the final piece of the all-season puzzle is a possible james harden trade you know if he makes that move to the LA Clippers, should the Wizards be a third team in the mix? I believe so. We're going to talk about it next. So we're going to get right into it. The Washington Wizards third preseason game is going to be tomorrow night at 7.30 versus the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden, a.k.a. the Mecca. Um, looking at the injury report real quick, the only person out for the Washington Wizards right now is Anthony Gill with a hamstring injury. So Denny Avia looks like he's going to play. Now, does he start? Does Bilal start? We shall see. Obviously, we are dealing with other injuries. Um, I was looking at the official report, but obviously um, Johnny Davis is out one to two weeks. But 
Denny is slated to play. So who starts? Um, it remains to be seen right now. Obviously, Denny has not played in the preseason yet, so they might start him on the bench, um, try to get him some playing time, trying to get his legs rolling, get him used to the grind of the NBA season. So you very well could still see Bilal start as small forward. But three things I want to see from the Washington Wizards tomorrow night. Number one. I want to see Tyus Jones distribute the ball. Now, offensively, as far as scoring, you know, looking for your go-to scores, obviously Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. But, you know, as far as scoring-wise, and my expectations of Tyus Jones is, I would love to see him obviously penetrate the lane because by doing so, he collapses defense and he can dish it out to shooters like Jordan Poole, Kyle Kuzma, uh, potentially Black Bali, and Denny Avia. So, you know, I definitely want to see him penetrate, but, you know, use penetration. You know, I know he's got that, that floater, but use penetration as a means to distribute. I want to see Tyus Jones, the distributor, the floor general. You know, um, obviously his last game wasn't his best as far as his offensive output, and his assist numbers were down too. But to me, what he provides at the point guard position in D.C. is a distributor, a floor general, an old-school type of point guard. You know, we're not dependent on him to be like Gil or John to be a scoring option or number one scoring option. We've got our number one and number two scoring options, and we're kind of looking at who could be that number three. Could it be Bilal Kulabali? Could it be Denny Avia? Um, the list goes on. Who could be that number three? But I don't think it's Tyus Jones. So, number one, as far as things I want to see tomorrow night, I want to see Tyus Jones distribute. I want to see five-plus assists. I want to see him setting up. Other teammates, I'm going to see him orchestrating the offense. Number two, and I'm looking at Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuhnley real quick. Uh, we know what they, what they can do. They both are scorers. Um, you know, Kyle Kuzma with his size, his ability to penetrate the lane, you know, shoot a lot of shots, um, you know, call them clutch coups. Jordan Poole, same. You know, they shoot a lot of highlight reel shots. But my thing is this. My belief is for them to take the next step going forward in their careers, I want to see more efficiency. So number two of things I expect from the Washington Wizards tomorrow night is high percentage shots by Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. All right. Because by doing so, by getting them points up, especially shooting high percentage shots, you know, you're going to be able to set up a third and fourth option, whether it's going to be Denny, whether it's going to be Bilal, whether it's going to be Corey Kispert, you know, the list goes on. I don't think it'll be DeLon, but um, definitely we want to see who that third and fourth score can be. Cause I think that is going to be the key to this offense. We know what Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma can do, but who's going to merge is that third and fourth option. All right, number three, and I'm looking at Denny and Bilal Koulibaly, and what I want to see from them tomorrow night is aggression on the offensive end. Both of them are high-level defenders. Denny has already proven what he can do at the NBA level, and Bilal is starting to wow a lot of people, both within the organization, within the fan base, and outside of the organization and outside of the fan base as far as the general NBA community. Bilal Koulibaly is starting to look solid on the defensive end with his prowess as far as stealing the ball, blocks, um, his rebounding. But offensively, I don't think – I think that his offensive game is coming along. Now, obviously, he's going to have to be developed. But you see glimpses of his offensive game. He can drive the lane. He can drive the lane with power. Just be able to get a consistent shot. In the last game, he shot two for three from three. So, you know, getting his release a little faster. Um, if the three-point shot comes along like I think it will. He's going to be a force in the NBA. Now, looking at Denny Avia, obviously it's a little different because you know, it's the same, but it's different. You know, he, we're looking for him to, to take that step offensively. We know what he can do defensively, but taking that step offensively, right? Contract year, 
is he a part of the Wizards' future? I think at his age, me personally, I do think he is. Looking at his age, man, you know, you're in a rebuild. I definitely think he could be developed into that 3 and D wing. And it'd be interesting going forward, you know, when or if the Wizards do decide to move on from Kyle Kuzma. You know, sliding Diddy into the four, allow the three, and see what you got two, depending on, you know, if it's Kispert or if it's a future acquisition with through the draft or via trade. But I think that those two in the lineup, that is a high defensive lineup. And then when they can finally, both of them finally find their awesome game. I mean, you're looking at a couple of uh, diamonds in the rough, in my opinion. So um, I know a lot of people think I'm hard on Denny, and I think I'm not. I'm a big fan. I'm a really big fan of Denny Avia, man. I want to see him succeed. Um, obviously, right now he's going through a tough time. If you know anything about current events, you know what's going on in the Middle East. It's not political. <laughs> so so we're just going to stop it there. But there's a lot going on. Uh, definitely, definitely prayers go out. You know, hopefully his family is safe, and hopefully everybody's safe on both sides, man. You know, like I said, it ain't political, but obviously his mind's one of the things, right? So, um, but right now, contract year, you can say really bad timing. But, you know, him playing, I want him to kind of show what he can do this next game versus the New York Knicks. Um, so those are the three things that I want to see from the Washington Wizards tomorrow night. I think that, you know, the th- if these three things happen, you can definitely see some progress in D.C., man. Um, this is the third game of the preseason. I'm not a big preseason guy, but we got to get through the grind of it because I'm ready for that opening night. I'm ready, y'all. I'm definitely ready. So um, we're going to talk about the Kevin Porter trade. Kevin Porter was moved today. Um, we're going to look at the trade, and we're going to look at some new details that came out. And then we're going to ask the question, if he is available, do you change your mind or do you stand pat? with acquiring him and adding him to the Washington Wizards. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. And I'm trying to tell you, Bird Dogs make you look good, man. I got shorts, a uh, pair of pants, got my hat, got my my mug. Man, I mean, they, they make you look good, man. They're very comfortable. I wear them working out. I wear them going out. I, I mean, I'm just they're comfortable. I wear them all the daggone time, man. Um, they're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lulimon, but fit way better. Way better. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing clown knit fabric because it used to be where regular shorts are made out of stiff, restricting cotton. Not anymore. They're made out of khaki, so it stretches, and it also gives you a way slimmer look. So you don't have to sacrifice moving, which is big with me. Bird Dogs are functional for any occasion. Like I said, you can go on a date, take your wife, girlfriend, side chick. I don't know what you're, going, <laughs> what you're into, but... Definitely, definitely take your loved one out. You can go out and play golf. You go out and play some hoops. You can do whatever you want, man. I mean, they're very versatile. Show yourself wearing bird dogs on camera and talk about, you know, I mean, I'm trying to tell you. They, they are very, very comfortable. So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA and enter promo code LockedOnNBA at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free water bottle at checkout. I'm trying to tell you, it, it keeps your beverages cold. Or hot, depending on what your objective is. So definitely check it out. And again, these are very, very comfortable pants. So please definitely consider them. Um, so you won't want to take your bird dogs off. And I'm telling you, I promise. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Lockdown Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and made Charles Barkley the first black president? 
Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Thank you for making Locked Wizards your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow on the show, we are going to do a live recap of the Wizards preseason game versus the New York Knicks in the Mecca. So definitely check that out. Tune in and come chop it up with your boys, man. So getting back into it, Kevin Porter was finally moved. And looking at the trade, Kevin Porter trade, uh, Kevin Porter was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder in exchange for Victor Aldadipo and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Now, accompanying Kevin Porter Jr. to Oklahoma City is obviously two second-round picks. Now, Kevin Porter Jr. is expected to be waived by the Oklahoma City Thunder. But, but, and there is a but. Uh, new things have come out. This is via NBA Central. Um, I, I don't want to mess the young the young lady's name up. Is uh, Kaisere Kondrozik. I'm sorry. I humbly apologize for butchering the name. Uh, she claimed that Kevin Porter Jr. never hit her. And quote, unquote, he didn't hit me. He never balled his fist up and hit me and he definitely didn't punch me in the face numerous times that's a, that is a lie i don't have any injuries to support that now i know you guys are wondering man um you know with the reports initially coming out with his subsequent arrest and now these details coming out i don't know if it has to do with i i, I don't know what the details are behind the scenes whether he did or didn't but at this point i i kind of i'm gonna let things play out i'm gonna let the judicial system play everything out and if he's found to be not guilty then I'm somebody who is a believer in second chances. Now, let me tell you something, man. Um, domestic dispute, whether it's man or woman or woman on man, I do not condone. You know, but, you know, I definitely do not condone violence, especially when there's children involved. I mean, it's just you don't need it. It's not called for, you know, definitely in a man's perspective. Man, we got to show some strength. But I'll say this. Um, I'm also a believer in number one, second chances. And I'm also a believer in letting the judicial system Play his course. Now, I know not everybody listening is not the biggest believer in the judicial system, and I get that. But I'll say this. You know, let the process play out. Um, if it's found that he's not guilty, then I believe he needs a second chance. And at his age and his skill set, you know, with the fact that you have coaches in this, in this coaching staff who know how to deal with young guys who, I guess, you know, you need you say locker room issues, attitude issues. I think we have the culture in place. You know, you have players like Kyle Kuzma, you know, um, who can rein him in. You know, I think that we have a culture that you can try to help this guy. Now, I get it. Telling is not known to acquire players or to hold on to players who have, you know, whether it's legal issues, uh, locker room issues, attitude issues. Um, you know, obviously, Gilbert Arenas, his way out outside his injury was the whole bringing guns to the locker room and that whole saga. Um, John Wall and the gang signs, and even you know, towards the end of the Bradley Bill era with him specking the hat off the fan, um, it was rumored that Ted Leon says the owner was not very happy, so he, he tries to shy away from controversial characters. But I think if you really want to make an example of a culture change, give this guy a second chance if it's found that he's not in fault. Now, if he is in fault, then he has no business being in his organization because we don't want somebody 
who's going to be beating on their old lady in the organization. You know, this is a young team who needs leaders who are going to lead by example, which is, you know, in any industry you're in, not just the NBA or sports, you know, whether you're military, government, whatever you do for a living, you represent your company on and off the court. So this culture that they're trying to develop in D.C., you know, it's, it's something that obviously you want to develop on the court, but off the court, the culture, what your franchise represents is very, very important. So if it deems that that he what he did was was true, he's guilty, then I don't I don't want him any, anywhere near this organization. But if he is found guiltless, I believe in, we should give him a second chance because he is a he is he's a he's a very high upside player. If you can rein him in mentally, put some people in the organization you want to be there to kind of help the guy along, but also hold him accountable. You know, definitely if there's any contract in play, have consistencies in there where, you know, his performance and how he carries himself goes a long way to how his contract plays out. You know, definitely put stuff in his contract. But, you know, I want you guys to definitely comment below. Let me know what you guys think because I get it. You know, it's, it's one of the subjects where, you know, anything to do with, you know, violence, domestic abuse and violence, you know, you really want to be careful because it's very sensitive because obviously, the you know, it's just it's not a joke, man. It's something that I don't condone. But I also believe in second chances and letting the process play out. So you guys let me know how you guys feel. And, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to chop about it in future episodes. So definitely let me know what you guys think because uh, we're going to do a couple more mailbags leading up to the regular season. But obviously this week, last two preseason games, but we are definitely going to talk about it some more. But um, we're going to get into James Harden. And there are rumors that the Philadelphia 76ers and the L.A. Clippers are in talks right now for a potential trade, sending James Harden back home to L.A. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel and America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. Good God. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. Win or lose, I'm trying to tell you. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now. Not five minutes, not 15 minutes, not tomorrow, right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, include parlays, which are my favorite. Um, I lose more than I win, but it's definitely my favorite. Spreads, player props, over and unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring, but for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And thank you for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every single day. Every day, or tomorrow on the show, we're going to do a live reaction and recap of the Wizards' preseason victory over the New York Knicks. 
at Manchester Square Garden, aka the Mecca. So tune in, chop it up with your boys, some laughs. We're gonna celebrate it or cry together, depending on the the outcome, but definitely show up and show some love. So James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers are in talks with the LA Clippers. And obviously we know that this saga has been unplanned the whole offseason. We, you know, him going to China and saying, you know, he does practically what he says, I'm not gonna go quote unquote, but he doesn't want to play with uh under any organization that is employed or has employed Daryl Morey. Now we know the history with Daryl Morey and James Harden dating back to Houston. Uh, him acquiring him from OKC, um, practically taking him from a six-man into pretty much a superstar, uh, one probably one of the best scores. Till they changed some rules, but he was probably one of the best scores in the era in this era of NBA basketball. So, um, a potential move to the LA Clippers. Would I entertain it if I'm the Washington Wizards as a 13? Absolutely. You know, obviously, this being year one of a rebuild, we want to get more minutes to the guys that we're trying to develop, right? Um, Denny Avia contract here, he, you know, all signals are pointing to him starting at small forward or backing him up at the four. But again, you got Gallinari at the four. So I see Denny starting at the three. Now, obviously, it depends on how this preseason unfolds. Um, does he get his legs running underneath him, getting that crucial playing time, getting his body in mind, ready for the season ahead? Yeah. But I expect him, game one, to be a small forward. But obviously, it's more than that, right? Bilal Koulibaly, wow. Could he start the three? Absolutely. Um, depending on, you know, Tyus, you know, because you know, to, to me, I still believe that everybody needs to fight for their position. Tyus, I want to see him, you know, before the deadline, be that point guard. You know, but I know that long-term, pool could be the option. Um, so right now, obviously, it's going to be Tyus at point. Jordan Poole at the two guard, but the three. Bilal's proven, I mean, obviously it's preseason, but, you know, that's the thing. I'm not going to keep making excuses anymore, you know, because before it was like, um, it's just summer league. You know, now it's just preseason. Look, he's playing good basketball. You know, his offensive repertoire needs to come along, but it's not broken by any means. You know, his shot, he's two for three from three. Small sample size, yes, but he, I'm telling you right now, Bilal Koulibaly is going to be a star in his league, man. And then, you know, definitely a dominant rough that, if properly developed, is going to do well in D.C. Now, looking at Denny Avia, young, 22, um, you know, he still can be molded, man, could still be brought along, you know, definitely work on his offensive game. He's only 22, man. Um, I definitely think that they need to entertain, maybe keeping him along. But if not, if he's not part of the hit, of the future, definitely see what kind of value you can get for him. Uh, Corey Kispert, I think at this stage, you know, he's – he is what he is, a shooter who can cut um, high I ba- a high IQ basketball player. And then, of course, Johnny Davis, right? Um, Johnny Davis, playing time is very crucial, especially at the two-guard position behind Poole. Now, Kispert is slotted to play two-guard, and then you got Shemet. So, definitely, Shemet needs to be moved. So, maybe the Wizards should be that third team. Maybe move on from Shemet, maybe Gallinari. Um We'll see. Um, and obviously, that's not the only questions we have on this team, right? Uh, center position, the lack of depth, and, you know, the fact that a lot of people don't believe that Daniel Gafford is that guy to start, especially long, you know, long term. So it's, there's definitely questions that I think can be answered by being a third team in a potential James Harden trade. Maybe you pick up another center. You know, I mean, I, you know, you get some playing time by freeing up, you know, moving Shamet, getting Johnny Davidson minutes, you know, see where you plug in Kispert. Um, 
you know, you got to get minutes to Black Kulabali, Denny, because, you know, obviously developing these guys and seeing what they can do, especially these guys, Denny, uh, Johnny Davis, and Corey Kispert, more than Bilal because Bilal was drafted by this current front office. These previous three were not. So they are playing to kind of showcase what their long-term fit is in the District of Columbia. So definitely it's, it's crucial that all four of them get playing time. Um, Schmidt, I don't think is a long-term piece. Definitely needs to be moved. Gallinari, you see the scoring prowess. Now, you know, obviously he's still picking up speed following the ACL injury. Um, Mascala, what can you get from him? And Tyus, you know, that's the big question outside of the young guys and getting them uh, minutes. Outside of Daniel Gafford in the center position is looking at Tyus Jones. You know, is he the future at point guard or is he moved? You know, and who is going to be the next guy up? Who's going to be that next great Wizards point guard? You know, Jordan Poole to me could be that guy at point, but it really depends on how well Tyus Jones plays and if this organization sees him as a building block and not a trade trade asset. So, you know, there's a lot of questions, a lot of things need to happen, but look, two more preseason games and look, I'm trying to tell you the the home opener is coming on up guys. So, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I know a lot of you are new season. This is my second season here at Locked On. This is my second regular season, so I'm definitely excited to chop it up with you guys again to see season with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. So, definitely definitely excited. So, again, um appreciate everybody showing up um watching that video man definitely showing love um comment below let me know what you guys think man do you agree with the three things i'm looking for for tomorrow night do you think that if kevin porter if he's available if he is uh innocent of these charges should he be an option still and james harden and any potential trade sending him to la or elsewhere should the washington wizards be that third team to offload some of these veteran expiring deals comment below let me know what you guys think Anywhere you get podcasts, a five-star review would be much appreciated. And on the YouTube side, like, subscribe, hit that notification button. We are close to 4,000 subscribers, man. When I first joined, man, when I first joined forces with, with my guy, the real Ed Oliver, man, we were approaching three. We are almost to four. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys, man. We're looking forward to a whole new year of Wizards basketball, man. So definitely appreciate y'all, man, because you guys are the biggest reason why this channel is growing man so i appreciate you guys so again you know definitely let me know what you guys think tomorrow night 7 30 at the mecca the birthplace of basketball i guess that's what they say um but that, you know definitely tune in man's um measuring stick jenny's playing so again appreciate you guys hail to the wizards and peace see you guys next time Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.